Welcome to the Yeariversary of Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. My real name is Jonathan. Wow! Blah! What if that was the the only reveal? (laughs) I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, Miles, I feel like that joke, I feel like that joke lands less because, when you're trans, because we we already picked our own names, yeah, so like it's not it's not that strange to do it again. Yeah, just kind of um, be like, oh, Miles is changing his name, I guess. Anyway, sorry, please say your name. Uh, speaking of names, my name is Mars. Oh, I thought you, uh, I thought you this... were gonna do one too. Oh no, oh, you weren't a liar. <laughs> I, I never lie. That's true. I don't know that it's true, but I really do try not to. Well, Mars, the thing is that one of us tells truth and the other lies. <laughs> then you have to pick which door you <laughs> want to oh, go I, through. Oh, I know that one. Hey, I know that one, you. Hey, I'm pissing and pooping here. <laughs> this this episode is going up before that one. Oh, funny. shit. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, so this is a podcast where each and every week we, uh, rediscover what makes music so special, but I think this episode, we're rediscovering what makes each other so special. special. We're rediscovering, we're discovering, we're not rediscovering anything, we're discovering what makes this podcast and this friendship so very special to so many lovely listeners. I almost said viewers, you can't look at it. We're, uh, we're, we're discovering what makes this podcast so special just before we accident and change everything yeah so 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 so. we gotta we've been dancing around some for a long time and by a long time i mean like three weeks and that's a long time in in podcast in podcast time yes it's about four years in podcast time it's about four years in podcast time it does sort of feel that way and that's (laughs) and that's 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 not a statement on this show it's just a statement on how my brain and memory works oh fully i've talked about this before but literally the way that my memory works Mm -hmm. or the not not necessarily memory but like the way that i perceive time Mm. is that either it's happening right now or it happened in the past yeah, it's a binary. Right. I do not, I do, I really, really have a hard time picking out, like, when, so- I, o- I only can, like, figure out when something happened based on, like, contextual events mm-hmm. that I remember, mm-hmm. and that's not easy when I don't remember stuff. <laughs> I don't I mean, know if true. other people, I don't know if other people have like, like a, a sort of automatic sense of time and length of time. I just don't experience that. But I also wonder if that's because time is fake. Uh, I mean, it is fake. And I think it de- it depends on the person. And, and it also depends on the thing you're trying to remember. Because like, mm-hmm. some things I'm like, oh, I can remember the exact like hour this happened. I know what I was wearing, what I was eating, like all that stuff. And then other things. I'm like, <laughs> you guys got married and I was there? <laughs> That's not true. So it, it totally depends. And it's like also it's like sense memory, it's physical memory, and it's brain memory. So like yeah. listen, everyone experiences it differently, and even though it can be frustrating, it's also like 
what the fuck can you do? Like, mm-hmm. damn, like, I can't really change that. Just I feel like the do. one part of my memory that is, like, pretty good is my muscle memory. That is, I feel like that's a pretty strong one. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good one to have. Yeah. Riding a bike, swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like, I, like, generally, once I learn how to do something, even if I can't tell you how to do it, you I can, can like, do it. I can, I can, I can do it by doing it. Yeah. It's kind of similar um, to me with art yeah. in a lot of ways. If someone was like, hey, can you tell me how to draw this? I'm like, ooh, um, <laughs> uh, you pick it up a pen with your hand and then you, oh, shit, oh, beans. Uh, not, so we've been, we've been dancing around it for a while and we're continuing to dance around it now. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so season two. Right, we've talked about how uh, the second half is changing. It's going away, right? It's not like, it's not going, we're replacing it with something else, right? It's metamorphosizing. Yeah, Uh, and the sort of new favorites is now being conflated with the themed segment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what does this all mean? What does it all mean? I'll tell you what it means. So let's, let's detail the format. And, and if you're, if you want like a, a thing that will tell you what season two is uh, released alongside this episode. You might have seen it. There's a little announcement says what season two is. So you can just listen to that. Yeah. Um, so season two uh, is going to be uh, starting next week is uh, a complete format change. So the first half of the show remains functionally kind of similar. Uh, it is still themes. We're still picking themes to four songs to talk about them. Yeah. We're both still each bringing one song each in the first half, you know, functionally remains pretty much the same. But the way we do it is going to be a little bit differently, different now. So at the end of every single episode from now on, uh, the first the uh i guess we would be the second person to go uh in the episode oh uh, um, yeah so so you don't ruin the surprise yeah, right they uh will challenge the other person uh to uh come up with a song based on an arbitrary theme that they came up with based on a song that they wanted to talk about anyway yep and we're gonna get specific we're gonna get real specific with this say i went second on that episode so i pick a song that i want to talk about which will probably be a new favorite uh a a, just a song that i've been jamming to recently that i want to talk about Mm -hmm. and let's say that it's miles give me a song that is popular enough that we won't cover it uh fergalicious oh jesus i hey can i tell you something what i don't think i've actually heard fergalicious <laughs> it's i mean a good i must song. have i must have at some point but you must have been at a school dance <laughs> yeah for sure but i've never i've never intentionally listened to it no i don't so think I, many people have yeah Honestly. Um, well, okay. Well, in that case, right, I want to talk about Fergalicious by Fergie Ferg. Well, by the you Duchess. know, I'm not, at the end of the episode, I'm not going to tell Miles that that's the song that I'm bringing next week. I'm not going to tell y'all that's the song I'm bringing next week. What I will say is, hey, Miles, why don't uh, you bring a song that you know the name of, but you haven't heard? Hmm. I see. And then, and that's not what we're, di- we'll, I, that's a, that's kind of a good idea and we might use it at some point, but that's not what we're going to. And then I would bring Colors by do. Halsey because I don't know anything about Halsey. Yeah. 
I don't bring either. any modern song by Justin Bieber because I don't know any modern song by Justin Bieber. Right. Um. So yeah, and then the next week I'll present for Fergalicious by Fergie Ferg, and then Miles will pre- present Colors by Halsey or whatever Justin Bieber song. Sorry, I don't know any, I don't know any Justin Bieber song. Sorry, sorry is Justin Bieber right? I got that. I'll, I don't know that song. I couldn't sing it for you. <laughs> Again, I have well, heard it. Right, I think that's... Um, this one okay. was not a good one yeah. to exemplify. Well, yeah. Well, anyway. So, well, how could you sing a song that you haven't heard? That was the whole point, I guess. I've heard, I've heard clips of it. I don't think I've ever listened to the full song. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, anyway. 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 So that's anyway. going to be... That's the first half. That's the first half. So what happens in the second half? In the second half, uh, we have devised... A, a, a devious little game. A saw game. We are the jigsaws now. We're going to make you cut off your butt. We're, we're the jigsaws, and we're sort of jigsawing each other. We are jigsawing each other for our own it's twisted c- imagine, imagine two jigsaws chained on opposite ends of a room. If two jigsaws were on the moon and one hit each other, one of them hit the other one over the head with a rock, would that be fucked up or what? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so tell, tell, tell all about uh this this new jigsaw game so this is an idea i came up with um and i presented it as maybe a uh instead of the theme for one week doing this and then miles and i kind of ran with it uh having a bit of fun and then we sort of developed it into its own like actual idea instead of my like very brief kind of shitty (laughs) synopsis which is what we often do for themes um it is the wheel of discord and i would love some um thunder and lightning just sort of yeah 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 yeah. i'll get some thunder and lightning some echo on that yeah 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 yeah. i mean that that's easy by the way spoiler this is like a a basically a no music episode (laughs) yeah we're not we're not fucking talking about music (laughs) i don't know where you would get that impression from we don't talk about music on this podcast uh so talk about how much we like jigsaw so what's What's the deal with the wheel of Discord? The wheel of Discord is this fun little game where we open up our uh, music app of choice. I think for both mm. of us, it's going to be Spotify, but we have- For both of us, it's Spotify, fucking, yeah. Like, I also have, like, so much music on my computer. Like, the, it's all over the place. My YouTube, yeah. seriously. There, uh, there, are, there are avenues to go down. It's not yeah. specific. And there are some, spe- there are some like, uh, sort of overlap, but generally speaking. Anyway, what we do is we open up our music app of choice, uh, and then we hit that motherfucking shuffle button, and then we must talk about whatever song comes up, unless we have already bought it for a different episode or theme. Yeah, this is, this is a fun little game that we're gonna play at the end of every single episode, uh, and, uh, yeah, well, segments will still be a thing. Yes. By the way, segments are It'll not It'll still going be anywhere. random segments whenever the heckaroo Wh- whenever the mood like the, whenever the mood hits um, whenever whenever the patrick swayze's us yeah um but yeah so we'll we'll end the episode with the wheel of discord and uh so this gorgeous name by the way yeah it's a fun one we so this means that we will now uh only be talking about three songs an episode rather than four songs an episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which i could see some people thinking that that is maybe a little bit of a bummer but on the other hand i think that this will be a lot of fun even still and yeah. uh will uh really really shake things up and and i think yeah. be if be really good for us also to, it'll uh, be good for us exactly uh to assuage any uh dispersions about that um it 
This way, Mars and I will be able to concentrate a little bit more on the specifics and on the conversations that we'll be having, um, mm-hmm. and less so on making sort of not uh, not making time, but making content. It's going to be less so about mm-hmm. oh, we must have this amount of things. It must fall under this. It's going mm-hmm. to be more so loosey goosey, and it's going to be good for us to uh, develop more. Uh, I don't know discussion skills, improv skills, and it's still going to be plenty of content and it's going to be more refined, and we're just doing it so we can make a better podcast. I was going to say that, like, oh, the episodes will still be the same length. And, like, no, they'll be shorter. <laughs> they'll be shorter. They'll be shorter is the thing. They'll Rather be like, than two hours, it'll be like an hour and a bit. Right, right. Here's, by what, I'm, what I mean by episodes will, will be the same length as before, what I mean is <laughs> episodes will be... A normal podcast length. It'll be a train ride length, not a yeah. uh, bus ride to Calabasas length. Yeah, uh, which like like which is how making, I measure everything. Make, yeah, making those big, long, two-hour, three-hour episodes. Yeah, it's 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 cool to do for sure, for sure. sometimes, but also. We're both very tired <laughs> people, inherently. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and we but, need time. Yeah. And we don't want to waste all of our good ideas on our episode. So right. it's good to sort of, you know, boil down to some good topics, get that shit done, make it interesting, and not have to rush through anything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, like, I really... And I just, you know, shorter episodes, it's, it's good for us, and it's good... For you, also, I imagine, uh, you know, some people, again, might be a little bit sort of kind of bummed, but like, come on, it's it's fine. Stick around, see every, if you like it. Every other podcast sticks to like hour length episodes. Even like D&D podcasts. Yeah. Like they're like, like under an hour. And that's D&D, yeah. bitch. I play for like six hours. Yeah. And you order pizza at the end. But that's that's all we're going to really do. Like that's that's all we're going to say about uh, uh, season two for right now. We will detail everything that's going on with season two in the little announcement video, yeah. uh, which will be a little bit more concise. Uh, so if you're curious about things like echoes and bites and curious about things like just add water, check out the announcement video. All that stuff is in there. Just add water, the project I'm most proud of. Well, it's it's the it's the only one you've gotten to name. <laughs> <laughs> Let me name more things. <laughs> well, the idea is that hopefully now we won't have to name things anymore. Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. Hi. One important thing. Yeah. So, in keeping with the uh, the show moving into being a challenge sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we will be doing that. We will be issuing the first challenge at the very end of this episode. And then from every <gasps> episode around. after that, after all of the plugs and thank yous at the end, uh, we will uh, uh, issue the challenge. And uh, we will also be uh, spinning the wheel for the first time this episode. I'm very excited. I'm I'm extremely excited because uh, we literally haven't done it before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, by the way, who is who's doing what? We could flip a coin. We could flip a coin, right? Because we don't have to be burdened by the by season one episodes. Yeah, we we're can, making we our can, own binary, baby. We can establish. 
a new order. Oh my god. That sounded way more sinister than I meant it. I mean, it we can decide who goes first. super sinister. I, I mean, we can decide who goes first. Yeah. Now. Well, if you already have an idea of a challenge, then uh, maybe you should do the challenge, because I do not have one yet. But if not, then we can do a little a little coin tosseroo. Um, I have an idea of a song that I want to talk about. I don't necessarily know that I have... The words. But I can think about it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. So, so, you lovely people uh, have submitted some questions for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've before... also... Oh, yeah, we've we... also come up with our own. We've also come up with our own. I've been sort of thinking of it as, like, uh, we're sort of informally interviewing each other and also answering Yeah, questions. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll sort of intersperse y'all's yeah. questions throughout. Yeah. Uh, Miles has most of them, so I think... He might be doing most of that, but I also have access to I can them. absolutely do that. Mm-mm. Late uh, night voice time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, do you want to boogie in? Yeah, let's boogie in. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, let's do it. That was a Hero Academia thing. So, okay, I was, uh, can I guess which character that was? Yeah, I mean, do it. Is it, I d- I, is it President Mike? Yeah. Okay. I used to call him President Mike because President Mike didn't make sense in my brain. Now- I was like, that's not a word or name. Now I don't I don't know anything about my hero academia, but I know no one does. I know what present Mike looks like, and I know present Mike's name. He's loud uh, just, and he's very gay. Yeah. So I just yeah I I heard the way you said it, and I was just like. Yeah, that's oh, that it. must that must be present Mike. I don't know I don't know what he sounds like, but that must be him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was right is just sort of like sort you're of a, a, a you're a real it, anime person. Now. N- it, no, it doesn't say anything about me. What it says is that the character designers for that show are really talented and did a very good job conveying his personality uh, through his design. Honestly, yeah, uh, you can tell he looks like a cockatiel for sure. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Anyway. So, what's a good one to start with? I think, okay, I think this one is a good one to start with. It's a good, it, it, even timeline-wise, it's a good way to start. So, from Bunkini Babe, what brought the two of you together, specifically for this podcast, but also in general? Okay, so I want to I wanna at least start off this story because I was the one who initiated it. Yeah. Uh, and the, That's because you're much and, bolder than I am. Well, it's also because you wouldn't have initiated with me because you didn't know who I was. And I didn't have an a internet following or presence at that time. So, like, I wasn't posting anything that you would have been interested in. I was just reblogging stuff. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Uh, so, yeah. We met on Tumblr, as it turns out. Uh, Miles is still a fairly active Tumblr user. I was never a crazy active user but yeah. you know i still have an account i still reblog stuff very occasionally no you cannot have my tumblr name <laughs> uh so miles had posted some art uh some scooby-doo art and you can you can you can talk about why in a second uh and Girl, I don't uh, why. <laughs> oh oh okay fair enough it was just in in reference to some some drama bullshit was this was this scooby-doo discourse yeah it was it was the scooby-doo discourse uh yeah fuck yeah okay i do remember <laughs> um yeah and you you posted some some art of the scooby gang uh as 
uh, like, you know, people of color and, uh, and, you know, just having this cool, uh, sort of AU idealized version of, of the Scooby Gang. Modern AU, Uh, why it would be cool for them to, like, be different design wise. mm -hmm. I always like doing that stuff with, like, old shit. And I'm like, this could be better. This one here, this could be better. And I don't remember why I thought that messaging a stranger would be a good idea. Who knows? But I did, I did message you, uh, about the art basically, and we basically just started talking about, like, a, like, a Scooby-Doo live action TV show that we wanted to be real. Mm-hmm. What what I would hope to pitch to Netflix if yeah. I would ever get hired to that bastard mm-hmm. corporation. Yeah, I I still I still think about this idea that we had absolutely because uh, it's a it's great fucking, fucking idea. Uh, the I don't I mean we're both we very maybe, big fans of Scooby Doo. <laughs> we're both we're both massive fans of Scooby. We don't talk about it a whole lot, but that's just because like Scooby Doo is not necessarily a relevant property. It's true. Um, but Scooby Doo is absolutely my shit. I love Scooby Doo. Um, that's whole- the vibe that we're going for on this show is scooby-doo <laughs> right like if you if you're if you are wondering why the aesthetic of this show is as spooky as it is even though the show is mostly like haha goof slaps we're not trying to make you scared like the reason why it has that aesthetic and always has is because Deep down, Scooby-Doo is what started my gothic, like, goth aesthetic obsession. Yeah. And that continues to this day, and it's something that me and Miles share, for sure. Uh, My ideal aesthetic, I've said it before, is I'm in the basement of a gay couple's Halloween party in the 1960s. Yeah, you have talked about this. Yeah, that's it. Recently, even. Yes. Someone asked me about it, and I was like, how do I boil down Mm -hmm. what this shit is? And and it's in the basement of a gay person's Halloween party. I, I generally describe my aesthetic as, like, comfort goth. Mm, yes. Flowy, woolen goth. Not even woolen. I don't know that I have any clothes that are, uh, like, actual 100% wool. Um, but, like, yeah. Well, actually, my cardigan probably is, yeah. like, woolen in some description. But, yeah, like... Some kind of. Flowy clothes, comfortable, loose clothing, um, a lot of... Comfy androgynous. Yeah, dark colors with pops of, like, red and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, purple is in there a lot. I know. fluctuate wild with what i wear pretty much just black or dark blue or whatever every single day but then also i'm gay so i have a lot of hawaiian shirts so it's kind of like rockabilly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh i i generally sort of when i'm i don't know how to describe i've talked about this before on the show but like and there's a word for it and i don't know that i have it fully but there is a sort of condition or body quirk, whatever, mm-hmm. that, like, I have a real difficult time, uh, and oftentimes I can't at all picture anything in my head. Yeah. Um, and I can, I dream sometimes, not often, but sometimes I will dream, and I'll have, like, uh, like, but even then, I don't know that I necessarily am 100% visualizing stuff as much. Mm. Um, I just sort of, like, I, when I'm thinking about things in a visual sense normally i'm just thinking of like a list of descriptors of what they are hmm. 
and like it's interesting. I, I think I can I can recognize and differentiate dif- differentiate different things in my head and even play out scenes and stuff. But I'm not like I'm not visualizing anything. Yeah. So oftentimes I will say when I picture this or like I'm imagining that. Yeah. I'm not. There's nothing. There's no visual thing happening in my head. And yeah, yeah. oftentimes I like it is very unusual for me to actually have a dream yeah uh although that might be the weed i don't know <laughs> i don't know uh i i'm actually i'm actually kind of similar in the way that i i also don't really dream when i do dream uh i d- i'm interested to think if it's maybe something to do with having bad vision and and being, maybe um because hmm. everything is so extremely fuzzy when i when i do remember dreams uh and it is the sensation of not having glasses on i have very very bad eyesight i have uh one long-sighted eye one short-sighted eye one's lazy uh i'm getting progressively blinder i will almost certainly be blind at some point um and uh yeah so when i like i don't Again, if someone's giving me uh, a a text description of something, I find it a bit hard to think of it. Uh, mm-hmm. When I'm using my own imagination, that's fine. But I'm a visual learner, so if someone can like have pictures of stuff for me, or like do something uh, like a task and show me what to do, that's the only way I can learn. Because if someone just writes it down for me, I have no idea what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I'm definitely a, a similar way, and why I'm I'm definitely super bad at school. Like school. Yeah. Fa- failed me in a lot of ways um yeah the school system isn't designed for everyone it fucking sucks it's it's really not i did not feel and this is like why i feel like you know like i still have the opportunity to go to a college of some sort most definitely a community college um you know and learn that's better than most And I, and I would like to, I mean, it wouldn't be like, and when I say I have the opportunity, I mean, I would have to work for it because I did get very, very bad grades in high school. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, that's not, it's not locked off away from me. It's just not a hundred percent accessible. Yeah. What was your favorite subject at school? History, for sure. Nice. History was my favorite subject. I never, I probably would have enjoyed learning how to make music from a young age, but I'm Mm. not a very social learner. I don't, mm. I don't do great learning around a bunch of other people. The way, I get the, that. the way that I, I learn the best is when I have to figure it out for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is not necessarily, there, most, most learning setups are really not built for that sort of way no. of doing it. No. Uh, both in school and online, um, which is why it's it's very. I I have this this Casio keyboard that I'm looking at right now that I would love to learn how to play. But every time that I try to bring up like YouTube videos or whatever, like I feel like they're not. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work for me. I just for some reason yeah. I can't learn that way. And I would like to work with a tutor, ideally. Well, one on one thing would be nice. Um, yeah. And maybe that'll happen one day. I feel like I'm rambling a lot. Oh, it's it's the ramble episode. Well, uh, I didn't really talk about why history was my favorite subject, and maybe I can get into that in a second. But what was your favorite yeah. subject in school? Oh, I mean, oh, I mean, there are a couple obvious ones, aren't there? <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like our literature those like we're talking like obviously you know you're still in school i am you know so you're a while you're still 
learn i i well there are so many college students who like feel like they're taking super long to graduate and like have and i feel here's the truth of it a lot of students and i don't know if you're taking an extra year but a lot of students do and like yeah you know it is really super super common for college to take longer than you expected to i'll end up probably taking at least two more years to finish my uh, not from now, but like from the degree, because it's a sure. three-year degree, but I'll probably be doing it for five years. Sure, uh, sure, and sure. I may or may not go in for my master's of teaching. It depends. Um, oh, because yeah. I sure can't do honors because I do not get good enough grades for that. <laughs> uh, in any case, um, yes, yeah, so I am still at school. I am majoring in media uh, and communications and stuff like that. Um, a lot of advertising, uh, campaign management stuff. Um, I like a lot of uh, analysis-based things because uh, mm-hmm. I like pointing out shit. Uh, but my minor and sort of the thing that I am probably more passionate about is gender studies because um, trans, hey. No. <laughs> it's it's just that uh, media is probably a more uh, job-based avenue. Yeah, but for when, sure. When I was in high school and when I went to uh, my my year 11 and 12, which in Tasmania is college, um, it's just school stupid. <laughs> but uh, uh, when I was there, I did a lot of art. I did a lot of advanced art classes um, and a lot of uh, drawing. I'm quite shit at painting, and that's not even a diss of myself. It's, it's not a thing that I, like, learned well, a yeah. lot or was encouraged yeah. to do a lot. Yeah, so I, mean, I just never learned there, to do it. <laughs> yeah, there is a sort of misconception that a lot of people have, which is completely ridiculous, that if you're an artist – that means that you're good at every kind of art. Yeah, which is every like, nah, medium. dog. <laughs> like, they're, uh, like, even even to the difference of, like, oh, I'm really good at drawing with pencils, but, like, oh, markers, I, I really am not so good with that. Like, yeah, it's even little stuff like that. Like, yeah. like you know, well, every, it, it every, every down, artist has their preferred medium. It even comes down to, like, I really like doing line art, and I do not know how to shade things. I never learn and I try and it doesn't look good. But then I have friends that like, they may not be like the best, like, you know, the most proportional or whatever, like they haven't been drawing for as long, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they can paint wonderfully and they have a great use of color theory. Uh, but they don't know how to do line art and it's, it's a, it's an exchange. And like, yeah. and for example, like I, I did sculpture for like a couple months maybe in like an intro uh, art class in college and I fucking sucked at it because like, again, hard to do without the visual learning stuff. There's a lot of descriptions, but not a lot of like hands-on approaches, even though it's sculpting, it was weird. Uh, and I had long nails at the time, uh, cause this was still when I was, uh, pretty, uh, non-binary sort of presenting. Uh, and I had like, I have nice nails, uh, and so I had them long. And you can't have long nails when you sculpt, cause clay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, idiot. Yeah. My experience. I I really tried to have long nails for a long time, and my nails are like they're not short, but they're they're pretty short. I have stubby little bitch boy nails. But but I had long nails for a long time, especially when yeah. I was I was just coming out as non-binary, and I was like trying to present more feminine because I wanted to quote unquote balance it out, even though yeah. I was never deliberately presenting in a masculine way. So like, yeah. What was I even going on about? But, you know, it's important to experiment and figure out stuff. Um, And, you know, wearing dresses is one of my favorite things to do. Like, Mm -hmm. um, which which is not even to a lot of people. Me saying that is just like, 
maybe a little bit because like dresses are not a gendered thing they're not they're not they're really really not uh, a lot no- of people and especially like even parents that are, i've experienced I, I, I don't know if you experienced this but like i have fucking a lot of non-binary friends they're my yeah. three best friends uh you foster and uh Shanae are all non-binary <laughs> i don't know how it happened um it's it's this sort of thing of like adults can get or like maybe between like the 30 to 50 sort of age range sort of hippy dippy parents they kind of get the trans thing but the non-binary thing and the oh but this person's masculine why would they be wearing a dress thing they don't they don't quite get there they're sort of still struggling with it in their brain i just don't because like dresses are just fucking comfortable they're very comfortable they're just so comfortable and i don't understand why fucking everybody isn't wearing them again before like i came out as just dude dude um and i put down dresses for until now (laughs) i guess up until this day um I I wore dresses every day. I wore skirts and dresses every day. Uh, I didn't feel comfortable in pants being a fat person uh, because it emphasizes a lot of the areas that you don't quite like on your body. Uh, and it still takes me a lot of time to accept myself. I go in and out of being proud of myself uh, and being ashamed of myself. And it is a lot to do with not being able to hide a lot of things that you don't want to think about. Uh, and it being very convenient of being able to hide that behind a dress. Yeah, uh, for and sure. I was far more confident, uh, confident, comfortable in it. I got a lot more compliments and remarks on it. Uh, and that is something that I felt I had to sacrifice in order to be my comfortable gender identity. And mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to navigate. And it's also not as hard as navigating that as a non-binary person. It's something that like even though um i feel like a good example is like being non-binary and wanting to wear dresses or skirts is that you have to sacrifice some part of your brain that's like either people will see me as a dude in a dress or they will see me as a woman when i am neither of those things yeah and it's very hard and there's that there there's an illusion of androgyny when you wear pants i guess and you're like i guess people will buy it (laughs) but it's hard yeah it's it's so it's especially tough for me because like you know i've got a beard and mm-hmm. again beards not a gendered thing super on literally cis women can't like some cis women can grow beards it is really yeah my not, friend nova has a full beard just a full is. natural beard because we both have pcos we just gr- like fully even if i wasn't a trans dude and if i never took testosterone i would still have a beard yeah. It wouldn't be as, like, thick, and I probably wouldn't have as much of a mustache, but I have had sideburns since I could grow hair on my face. I maintain a beard, even though people will always, always misgender me, because yeah. there are two main reasons. A, I look good in a beard. Mm-hmm. I look like shit without one. I look like a stupid baby. I, like, it's so funny that, like, now that I have a beard, whenever I do shave, I'm like, oh god, I am a baby. <laughs> I just look like a, I just look like a stupid dumb baby that 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 I don't know. Well, you were I, a stupid dumb baby with a beard, and now you're a stupid dumb baby. With a, I'm joking. Well, now I'm a stupid dumb adult. Damn straight. Uh, and I just can't handle. I can't handle how I look without a beard. It is. I will not do it. The yeah, second I'll- thing is, even if I wanted to, it is too much of a pain in the ass for me to manage a fully clean shaven face. Especially since my beard grows 
super fast. Yeah, super fast. Also, us dark-haired fuckers out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have super dark, thick Cuban hair. Yeah. It is like, not- sorry. <laughs> I am- I, I am- unless I get laser fucking hair removal on my face, which I don't want to do. Yeah. Like, I am never, ever, ever gonna look fully quote-on-fucking-quote androgynous. Yeah, it ain't happening, Chief. <laughs> And also, like, it's, oh my god, we are go- we're getting way too off track. No, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> I was okay. gonna go off, we can't, we can't, now, we can't, now. we can't. I, I, uh, I, yeah. Anyway. Mars, we started this conversation by saying what brought us together, and then we talked about Scooby-Doo, and then we got to gender presentation. <laughs> well, now I want to go into our second question. Yeah. Do you want to do the next one, or do you want me to hit you I, with another? Well, I've got, I've got one here. All right. Okay, so uh, a longtime fan of the show, Juno. We love. Uh, at June's Bug on Twitter. June's underscore bug. Uh, uh, she asks- We are her adoptive parents. I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't, she can take care of herself. I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> I'm not ready to have a kid. Uh, she has two questions, so I'm going to ask them both. Mm-hmm. First question- uh, if you could have anyone on the podcast, who would it be? And what would be the first question that you ask them? Do this you is any- first? Uh, yeah, you go first, because I got to think on it. All right. I, so I kind of wrote down at least like a little bit of a response to these again, because I'm bad at thinking of the, the flag, because I always go, oh, I should have said this person. Uh, and I decided on Brian David Gilbert. I feel like that'd be a great Oh, that'd guess. be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd, that'd be really fun. Yeah, because he, he does a lot of music, and he's a very cool dude. Um, I love all of his work on Polygon. Uh, and I thought a good uh, first question, or at least a question, you know, it's hard to get around to them, would be, uh, what drew you to making music with your family, which I think is always Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And also why uh, he thinks music is a good uh, comedy medium because i feel like it's always interesting to hear how people i mean even we talked about a little bit with the flight of the concords episode is uh what draws comedians to making music i was thinking yeah. it's super interesting yeah uh, uh my answer to this question is i think i think it's i think it's princess nokia fuck yeah Ooh, I think that's I w- a good one i think i would really like to have princess nokia on the show fuck yeah now I don't necessarily know off the top of the dome what the first question I would ask her is. I guess, like, what... Actually, you know, I don't know that I would necessarily 100% ask a whole lot about her music. I mean, no. I'm in- I'm interested in it, for sure, but, like... I well, she does like production stuff, right? She, she well, she does production stuff. She she raps, she sings, she does a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, she's got a bunch of albums. Uh, uh, nineteen ninety two Deluxe is one of my favorite albums of all time. Full stop. Um, but yeah, I really liked it when you brought her into the show. Uh, but uh, I mostly just kind of want to shoot the shit with her, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, I feel like it's two very different questions of like, who would you like to have on the show, and then who would you just like to have a conversation with well because here's for here's sure i just like to have a conversation with hosier i don't know what the fuck i'd ask him but i'd like to talk to the guy yeah well like that's that's the thing right and we've had like musical artists 
come on the show before. And mm-hmm. I imagine that'll that'll still keep happening. But yeah. the way we handle guests is going to be a little bit differently going into season two now. We're not going to do a, a whole big interview, like going in depth about their, their music. It's definitely cool. But also there are plenty of other podcasts that do that. Like yeah. that's and, and other sources to go uh, to, to, to talk and we're not specific, sort of I- like interview professionals. We are not, and and also I don't feel like interviewing is is a skill that I am good at or very interested in. Pursuing. Now I would argue, I would argue with that in that I think you're a very good interviewer. But if you don't want to do it, then you shouldn't. I I'm a good interviewer if. I, like... Give a shit. If I already have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. But I'm bad at thinking up... I, I would be bad at doing, like... I could never be, like, a TMZ person or whatever who just has to ask yeah. literally anybody anything and, and like, oh, I gotta, I gotta figure out what the fuck to ask this person. Yeah. Like, like and I don't want that pressure on me. I don't want that, uh, that pressure on the guests. Like, all of our guest episodes, I am very proud of and i think we did a great job and i think they're all good episodes um but i think it's just like not convenient for people to, no. to do it and especially if we're doing like 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 the episodes that we've done with with um with go child uh where we just went off for like that that last one was was what like three hours long or some shit so long yeah so stupidly long and it's just like i we can't like we cannot ask people to sacrifice three hours of their time yeah to to come on our podcast especially you know just like logistically wise if they have like a super big audience like what draw do we have as a little podcast yeah but if we're like hey come on our podcast for like half an hour to shoot the shit Shoot the shit, spin the wheel, and, and you know, just goof around for a little bit. I think that might be a little bit more enticing for people. I think that yeah. would be more fun for us. Um, I agree. So I think I would I would love to have Princess Nokia on to spin the wheel of Discord and just talk for a while. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's my answer. Good one. Uh, the second answer, the second question that she asked is... Um. Uh. What would be the 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 drama that broke us up? I have an answer for this, but I almost don't want to say it. Maybe you know. So, what? so do you have anything first? I maybe because I don't feel like this is necessarily fun to get into. Can I say the statement and then you're not allowed to comment on it? Sure. Uh, if Sprite is lemonade. <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> And what's the next question? You, <laughs> you I'm a monster. The, why don't you pick the next question, you bastard? I will pick. I will pick the next question. <laughs> God. Um. I love you. I love you too, but you're so wrong. You're so wrong about this in You, you, and literally everyone who believes this is wrong. An entire continent of people. Multiple continents of people are wrong. Several continents. The fact that you can be like, oh, this soda, this carbonated soda is a lemonade? No. Alt- alternate, alternate. I feel, you, uh, you know what? Do you guys, Miles, have, wait, do you Miles, guys have solo? Miles. You guys have solo, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but I've never had it, but I know what it okay. is. If if the question is, is solo lemonade? The answer is no. Because, so, because lemonade is exactly one thing. Well, it's also sugar. It's sugar and lemonade. No, what lemonade. I'm saying, it's one kind of drink. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're I mean there's, there's sure. strawberry lemonade, right? 
But that's just adding adding to the lemonade. It's not changing. That is the just adding to the yeah. That's not you're, changing. You're just the sort of changing the yeah. flavor. Yeah. And Miles, if I have a, you, I have I have a question for you now. If you put lemonade in a soda stream, that's nothing. You're described nothing. Um, Sorry, keep going. I have my question for you is. <laughs> I'm being annoying. Have you had real lemonade? Yeah, I've made lemonade before. Okay, so you know that it's not the same. I know that there are two intrinsically different things. It's not like I've never heard of, like, you know, like, American lemonade. I, I get it. It's like orange juice. Uh, but. Y- yeah. To, yeah, I mean, yeah. To me, there are there is another type of lemonade, and it is one with bubbles, and it is Sprite. Then just fucking call it Sprite! You already have a name for it! Why do you have to- t- why do you have to call yeah, it a bullshit name that it isn't? I guess, uh, for example, it's a- it's- it's almost- I would almost call it a colloquialism in that, like, if someone's like, hey, like, I'm at a party, and they're like, hey, I'm gonna go to the store to get some mixes, what does everyone want? And I go, oh, like a lemonade or something, and they bring home Sprite, I go, yup, that's what I asked for. <laughs> right, but why don't you just say Sprite instead of saying it- calling it a drink that it is not? Because- if they bought home Lyft, then I would also go, yup, that's lemonade. It doesn't matter. It's it's both fizzy and lemony. I don't care what the brand is, but it is lemonade. But here's here's my other fucking problem. Are you ready for it? Mm-hmm. Are you are you ready for my other fucking problem? I feel like I'm not ready for this debate, but yes. Sprite also has lime in it. Yeah. But you don't call it lemon limeade. You you spec you directly specify, you pick out one particular fruit, you cherry pick for no reason other than to make Mars mad. Well, it's because limeade isn't a thing here. Again, that's not limeade is not even a thing here. It is a thing that some people drink, but it is not. You do not buy limeade. Like nobody, like fucking Minute Maid is not making limeade. I feel like that's a great. That's a great sentence. Minute Maid lemonade. Um, I feel like uh, it's it's almost like um, oh, what what am I trying to say? Uh, like it's like it rolls off the tongue better to to say lemonade more than lemon limeade or limeade. Maybe it's an advertising thing. Maybe I could go on advertising and talk about lemonade. Like fucking imagine, imagine right an Oreo cookie. Imagine an Oreo it. cookie for me right now, right? Okay, that is well not. It's, it's like right. It's an Oreo, right? It is for the sake of argument. The numbers are not accurate. Maybe on a double stuff, it's closer. But it it's is. It is sure biscuit, whatever. That's fine. But it is you know fifty percent cookie, fifty percent cream, right? Hey, about that, it would be like if I decided okay. I'm going to call Oreos, I'm going to call all Oreos cream. I'm going to say, hey, get me some cream. Okay. (laughs) What the, what? That's nothing. No, but cream is available in a separate container. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're right, Miles. It is. (laughs) I don't know what the argument here is. I am pick I'm I'm cherry picking one particular aspect of this cookie and calling it that one thing for no reason. Okay, to 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 make it to make it better for you. I call all Oreos Oh, this is bad. I've uh Don't do it. Do it. Do it. Mm, mm, you can do it. I believe well, in you. You can cut it. We'll call them we'll call them cream aids. That's not better. <laughs> uh, aids for your cream. I was because I was trying to think like like creamer. That's not good. Creamy? No. Mm. Creamums. Uh, well, yeah, I called all Oreos creamums. Right? 
it's a it's mm-hmm. a separate word. No one would be confused, like between creamum and another thing, right? So it's already sure, it's, the only, a, it's the only biscuit it's, with the creamum, right? It's uh, it's already a better situation than the lemonade thing because it's not the name of another thing. But again, why call them creamums when? That's that's just one aspect, one ingredient of the thing. Because it's a colloquialism. Sprite is 50% lemon, 50% lime, 20% bullshit. And like, you're just, it's... It's a colloquialism. It is kind of like last episode when you were like, when some people call all soft drinks, all fizzies, uh, Cokes. Uh, and it's like, that's not what that is. It's intrinsically not what that is. But I've been raised in a particular area. At least it's the and same that's what jo- people called it. At least it's the same genre of drink, is all I'm saying. Yes, yeah, Sprite's a lemonade. Sprite is not a lemonade. Sprite and is you- advertised as lemonade. In Australia, yeah, sure. But- yeah, that's where I live. Yeah, I get it. You want me to you want me to abide by your Americanisms? In my presence. You want, you want to global this pe- dominate the, it- this is this conversation? <laughs> In 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 my presence on this particular topic, yes, I want you to call Sprite Sprite. I'm so sorry, Your Highness. Of course, and and that's that's my only caveat to this friendship. <laughs> that's really it. You can't contract a fr- well. You can kind of contract a friendship. I was going to argue against that, but it is good to to set up boundaries. Yeah, no and- frivolous ones though. No calling Sprite. Lemon. That is not, you cannot. No. Not on this, not on this podcast. It's a lemonade. Okay. Every time you say lemonade, I am going to assume you're talking about the correct (laughs) drink. Every time you say the word lemonade, I'm just going to sub in the correct thing. And it's I gonna, love the combination and I, and, and of lemonade. I, and then I'm going to make. And then I'm going to. What are you going to do? Then I'm going to make your sentences sound really con- confusing out of context. And that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're going to go to the trouble of adding another hour to your edit time. <laughs> oh, no, no. No editing work. I'm just going to Boy, make, do I love I'm, drinking Sprite. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. There's not. I'm not going to edit that in. That's that's bullshit. But I am going to annoy the shit out of you with this. Mars, my yeah, darling. What's up? You annoy the shit out of me every day. <laughs> <sighs> So, okay. Can I get to I, the next question? Yeah, let's get to the next question. Uh, this is by Snowglass. Uh, they asked too. Uh, and I would like to ask, and I feel like you're going to have a pretty quick answer for this one. But what's your okay. favorite uh, What's your favorite video game uh, soundtrack? Oh, sh- oh, video game soundtrack? Yeah. Heck. Um, the, one that's, the, the, the one that sticks to mind for me is uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Sky. I mean, yeah. a- any of the Explorers games, but the 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 Explorers of Sky because I think it has the most songs. Sure, um, but yeah, that that soundtrack is incredibly iconic. I have a terrible memory and I have a, a terrible time remembering songs, especially from video games. For some reason, I think it's just because I'm, I'm focusing on other stuff mm-hmm. um, when I'm playing a video game. But uh, the um, but that that soundtrack, I, I still distinctly remember the sort of like opening to I think it's the final boss theme. Sure. Uh, it's like that's kind of, oh, I'm not gonna be able to imitate it, but it, it, sure. it's got this like whistling ambient thing and it's it's very good. Oh, I like that. And, and then it like completely goes hard. <laughs> what about you, Miles? What's your favorite video game soundtrack? Uh, I feel like Oxenfree is a good one. Uh, Oxenfree to, is to very sort of... good. 
put out that we've talked about Oxen Free and how banging that soundtrack is. I also love, um, uh, obviously, the Undertale soundtrack is fantastic. Toby Fox does incredible work. For sure. Um, his Homestuck songs were always uh, the ones that stood out to me. Uh and I feel like the the one that I have to pick is uh, Life is Strange. That's the one of the uh, only video sure. game soundtracks that I actively seek out to listen to. Uh, and I'm quite a big fan of, like, I really like Alt-J and uh, I like a lot of the people on the soundtrack. Um, and when I'm in a big old sad boy uh, mood, it's it's a lovely uh, soundtrack to be a sad boy to. Uh, get some Angus and Julia Stone on there. Just get a good weep in. It's great. Uh, it is. It's a fantastic soundtrack. Shit game, but <laughs> not a not a Life is Strange fan, huh? Listen, I I've seen a lot of playthroughs of it, and there was a part of me that really liked it, but I don't like teen death or sexual assault. Yeah, no, that's very incredibly valid, yeah. And also the writers don't know how teens do. Yeah. I love the time travel aspect of it. I feel like a lot of the characters are really fun and, like, interesting. And, the like, it's a really interesting idea, but the execution was a bit too um, pain-porny for me. Torture-porny. I've, I've got a question for you now. Yeah, hit me. What is your favorite instrument to hear? Ooh. You don't have to get too specific with it, but like when, whenever you you hear it. Uh, there's like different ones for nostalgia and for enjoyment, I think. Um, live, uh, there's nothing better than hearing a really good bass guitar uh, that you can sort of feel uh, sort of at the top of your ribs. And, and how it sort of uh, thrums in you. Uh, I also have a be- very big soft spot for uh, a lot of older synths. Um, and, like, like, my family had an old Casio keyboard, and I have a lot of memories associated with playing that and m- mucking around on it with my brother. Um, and uh, there's also something to be said for, like, the quietness of uh, a-, a steel string. I feel like that's always lovely to listen to. Yeah, how about you? Uh, I mean, ge- in general, like, you know, I- I'm massively into um uh just percussion drums i like big noises mm-hmm. uh i like you know like definitely i think i think the through line of what i like in a song is like a really good drum beat mm-hmm. uh that is not my favorite instrument though just i mean drums is very general there are a lot of times of drums and in fact my favorite instrument is still a drum but it's the uh quica which is a uh, Brazilian friction drum. And the reason why I enjoy it so much uh, is because it sounds very much like a monkey to me. Mm. Uh, It is like, you know, and I don't want to discredit it as an instrument. And I also like, and me saying that it sounds like a monkey does not make mean, I think it sounds bad. Um, I've heard it used, uh, pretty, uh, pretty well in a lot of Western songs, but it's mostly just, um, uh, you know, samples and rap music a lot of the times, mm. uh, not, not really using it as a, as a proper instrument, yeah. but, uh, you know, in, uh, in Brazil, and in that area, you know, it's a, it is, it is a, well, is a, is a, you know, proper common instrument. And me saying that it sounds like a monkey is not uncommon either. According to Wikipedia, it has been called a laughing gourd due to its sound. Uh, many also liken its, its sound to that of a monkey. Okay. <laughs> 
hearing it, I've definitely heard that used in in songs before. Yeah, you, you've you've probably heard it before, uh, just because it sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is a, it is a genuinely cool instrument. Yeah. Um, we got to do. Let's do one final question before we head into the break. Do you have one? Uh, yeah, I I, I do. In fact, what's your favorite animal? Hmm. You're really thinking on this. I'm deciding between a python and the deathhawk morph. Morph. It's a morph. The, I think that I think the 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 deathhawk moth. I think that's what it's called. All it's right, the one with the skull yeah. on it. Yeah, the skull moth. I don't. I don't. Insects count as, as under the animalia group, right? Yeah. If fish and birds do, then I I can pick a moth. Well, yeah. What I'm 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 just. I'm trying to remember if they're own, their own technical classification. It doesn't matter for the question. I'm just personally trying to remember their own technical hey, classification. That's a good point, actually. They, it's a surely. Surely. They, they might be. Uh-huh. Well, at any rate, they're still living creatures with, you know. Some little guys. Bodies that fly or that move around and eat and do stuff. I like a lot of uh, snakes and bats and insects and stuff. How about you? I'm a big fan of bats. This is something you know. You, in fact, got me a adorable, lovely uh, bat plushie. A little boy. That uh, I uh, ha- am holding in my hands right now. Aww. And it's super cute. And you can fold up the wings around the body and it stays. I... It doesn't even it doesn't even have like Velcro or anything. It just sort of naturally stays. And I'm not 100% how it's doing that. But it is very cute and very cool. I think the same person that made that also did some pride ones and yeah i've seen them around i think there was yeah. a non-binary one that i was like that's really cute mm-hmm. uh bats bats are a big fan uh, or i'm a big fan of bats <laughs> and bats are a big fan of you <laughs> i almost said bats are a big fan of me but i don't think that's true i mean they ha- most haven't met me yeah i haven't met a lot of bats gotta tell you yeah the only time i've been face to face with a bat is when i was at the zoo mm-hmm um, you know, the the couple times that I've been to the zoo and I very much enjoy hanging out with the bats. They're pretty sick. Uh, I I love bats, I love snakes, um love like a lot of weird sea creatures. Mm-hmm. Um I like a lot of urchin y things. Yeah, love urchins and sea snails. Yeah. Um Gotta be careful in a- Australia. A lot of poisonous ones. Oh yeah, no, sea snails are very often super deadly. Um and you've also got the blue ring octopus over there. We do. We also so, like, have get- this thing called I think I think it's the cone fish. I think something mm-hmm. cone. Uh and it just looks like this oh it's a little seashell. Oh how lovely. And then if you touch it, it shoots out a dart that kills you in a couple minutes. <laughs> Going into the ocean is kind of a no-go for for you, really. Yeah, we have so uh, many jellyfish and so yeah. many sharks. <laughs> Like, just, just going into the ocean at all is just a bad plan. Yeah. Going this- out into the wilderness, a bad plan. Like, see, this is why I don't know how to swim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom is insistent that she taught me how to swim, uh, but I don't know how to swim, so I guess she's wrong. Yeah. My um, mom also can only kind of swim, so it's fine. Uh, d- we could have a mom episode. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first new favorite that I brought was a song that my mom recommended me. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? I have a question. Do you remember what your what the first song that you brought to the show was? I'm. I have a couple suspicions. 
My my favorite my favorite animal is the pangolin. I didn't say that, but I just said a lot of different types of animals. My specific favorite animal is the pangolin. It's a lot like a armadillo, but it's not. It's cuter. Oh, anyway. I love that. Uh, Armadillos also have wh- the soft spot, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so what do you? What I I I don't remember. I remember mine was a was a was a song from Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. It might have been the like credit, like the opening credits theme, like the intro theme. Was is that the first I, episode? I think so. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I know for the test episode it brought Andrew and Drag by the magnetic fields. Mm-hmm. Um Oh jeez. Yeah, mine mine was mine was intro story from from Paper Mario Thousand New Door. Cute. Oh, themed themed songs. Yeah, themed songs. Yeah. The, the fair the very first In fact, you were the first you your song was the first song on an episode of this show. Yeah. I I have found the episode. I have scrolled down well, my I could no, not. I could not remember it. It was Bloom by the Paper Kites. I remember this. I remember this because yeah. it wasn't a smash hit. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh my god. I thought it was later, but I I did bring Artie Boy for for my first uh for my first new fave. Hell yeah. I still uh, listen to Artie Boy. Fave, yeah, my first new fave was Bad Apples by Pussy Riot and Dave uh Sitek. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Uh anyway, let's go to the break. Let's go. We, we gotta go to the break. One, two, three, let's go. We're back in. We're back. I mean, we can still say whatever bullshit we want. It just, it's just—it's not tied any, to anything particular. I'm still going to do like weird break transitions. I mean, we we still do stupid bullshit. Yeah. Uh. Hey. Hi. I've got—I've got a segment. <gasps> Motherfucker, I've got a segment. I love it when you bring a segment. I it's like been that. a long time since I brought a segment. I like being able to play the games. I—I I know. I know exactly. And the last segment that I brought, I do want to do again. What was the last uh, one Beastie Boys are bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do want to do Beastie Boys are bullshit again. That was again. pretty good. Uh, I don't I really don't don't remember which episode it was it was in, but it was a while ago. It was a minute ago. Um, uh, the the segment that I'm bringing today is not a new segment. Mm-hmm. It's not a new segment at all. Revamping. In fact, in fact, uh, it is most likely I can't see as this segment coming up again. Uh, it is uh, sort of taking care of some unfinished business. So this is a this is a a, a segment that I've done twice. Uh, well, I've I've technically done it three times, but the first was never released. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's what we pulled from the ashes. All right. Do you remember this fucking shit? Oh, of course I do. So what we pulled from the ashes, uh, I did for the first two episodes of. The show, which was uh, because the show was happening right when Brockhampton was doing their What We Lost in the Fire radio show, mm-hmm. where they released, they they did um, a, they did a radio show on iTunes on Beats 1, where they basically DJed a bunch of different songs for a while, and then... Uh, for some of them, they uh, released brand new music that no one had ever heard before. They released three of these songs. Mm-hmm. And for the second test episode that we did, and the files are lost. It was never edited. 
Um, we were still figuring out the, what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, I debuted the segment for the first time, and I talked about uh, 1999 Wildfire. Uh, still my favorite from the from the What We Lost in the Fire. Which which was their, their the first song that they released, and then when episode prop when episode one proper came along, I wanted to keep up with the times, so I brought 1998 uh, Truman, uh, and then the next episode, 1997 Diana, and then they did didn't release in 1996 that one so after that the the segment went away mm-hmm. but on the proper show we never talked about 1999 wildfire damn yeah so this was in the test yeah okay yeah so this is our anniversary. this is our chance to make things right <laughs> this is the sort of it's both the first and the final inter- iteration technically of of what we pulled from the ashes uh, just so I can sleep at night. <laughs> You've been having trouble lately. I've legitimately thought about it. Like, so, no one's ever asked about it. This is, I don't think this is like, necess- this segment is not necessarily going to be like a huge drop reveal, but I thought it would be cool to revisit, you know, a sec, the, the, the first segment that was ever on the show, uh, For and sure. the, and, and really round out the, the three songs, uh, since, uh, since, 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 since they never heard our thoughts on it. Hell yes. So with all of that out of the way, this is the one song if, well, two, there are two songs in this episode because we're going to spin the wheel in a second. Um, but, uh, let's, let's give, uh, 1999 Wildfire a listen and watch the video also. Fuck yeah. It's a good video, actually. It's, it's a, it's a very good video. All the videos they released for all, uh, for these were, were very good. Oh, they slap. I got a crush, it's nothing else. I swear it's nothing else. Wake up feeling like Adrian on a limo. Wave my feet, yo, right up by the beamer. Do my dance like ooh la la. When she drill like oh my god. Let me sweat like exercise. Double up and shaking fries. I heard a call from the mountaintop top So I put my cloak on and I walked. Going the peasant in the grasslands with a wand. Cast my spells with some peasants, now we roam. We left our shanties in the village with nowhere to go. Just a group of outcasts with the gift of hope. Well, now we're eating grapes and the finest cheese. Achieving wisdom from the wizards we were trying to be. So, so, what did you think going back to this song? I actually, um, I listened to this recently. Uh, oh no, I've, I've, I've listened to all three of these songs at least somewhat recently. I, yeah, they, they haven't really, they haven't left. Like, it's not like I don't still listen to Brockhampton. Oh, for sure. Uh, no, we still stand. Um, it's a uh, no. I I was thinking I, about. I it. I stand enough to listen to edits of the Saturation trilogy. Yeah, I'm desperate enough without the Bastard Man in them. Oh, by the way, I feel like I should say this yeah. before we continue because, like, it's such a random coincidence. Because I was talking about this the other day on Tumblr. Um, is that someone was like, "Oh, I didn't know you liked Brockhampton because I reblogged a picture of uh, uh Kevin and I think Joe or something." A, a couple sure. of a couple of the dudes um and i was like yeah not only do i do a podcast where we did a whole episode on this but also we had a segment where we would talk about songs from uh what we lost in the fire um and then uh it brought in a wave of people and uh some people listening to this will probably uh know what's going on because they're the people that asked about it but they were like holy shit i've been listening to your podcast and i didn't know it was you uh, and and also talking like, oh my god, you're on the same network as uh, Cryptid Caper, and I was like, fuck yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's wild that like I I was already thinking about uh not only uh Brockhampton and these songs, but also the segment what we pulled from the ashes uh really recently. So yeah, yeah. Ser- serendipitous, 
serendipity. Uh, now, we, we did say before we listened to the song that the video is very good. I would argue that it is probably my least favorite Brockhampton video. Yeah. This is not very interesting. There's not a lot interesting. going on. It's not very interesting. It's mostly close-ups of mouths. Which, as a gay, I do like. I, no, okay, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I do not like that. I don't like that. What? What about, I don't, just being, just a sentence like, you just, it just sounded creepy. Did it? Okay, I didn't want it to sound creepy. I, hey, I'm gay. That means I love mouths. (laughs) (laughs) It's more, um, oh, now I don't know how to explain it. Um. I wish you would explain it, actually. Uh, it's more like, you know, the intricate ritual of it all. I don't know. What? I don't know how to explain what it. What are you saying? I don't know. I'm really struggling to. I. I don't know. I don't know, Mars. I didn't mean it in a creepy way. It's. I, it's parts of. It's like a romanticization of like different parts of the body, not in like a sexual way, but in like a oh, it's just like a beautiful thing to look at way. It's like an art thing. I don't know what I'm I saying. Guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, but this song does in fact slap. I love the intro by Jessifa. The, uh, the ladies, the ladies and gentlemen, lion, tigers, and bears, giraffes, sea urchins, alligators, and all that shit. I am Jazzy Fenzel, Burgundy, Obama, Luther King, Jackson 5 the first, and I'd like to introduce you to you, Block Hamzel, aka Block Hampton. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, it's very fun. It's very good. It, it's, I, I do, I do love... A the 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 block himself thing as like a like like a as like a joke on people being like oh Brock Hampton as if that's one name for a like first name Brock last name Hampton <laughs> um, yeah yeah I've I've heard people say that or not I've, I've especially during the earlier days of their stuff mm-hmm. um and like I've definitely made that joke before so it's a little funny to be called out like that. <laughs> It's, it's fun. Um, but it's also just like Jessica does a, a fantastic job doing the intro. It's, he has so much energy on it's it. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, and then like the, the song itself is, is completely fantastic. Of course, Joba's whole verse mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. during this era in particular, Joba just has so many memorable verses. Yeah. Um, I just this fantasy Lord of the Rings ass. Yeah thing it's 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 very good it's wonderful um, he does a great job yeah. it is my favorite book he does, a, he does a fantastic job yeah um uh yeah yeah i i i have this sort of like slight memory in the back of my head that i did like a fun detailed analysis on what i thought this song was about fully Maybe. can't remember any of it but uh <laughs> no yeah i don't i don't remember at all uh it's a good song. Mess, this is this is, this is this is a good song. I think like a lot of the time that we spent when we were talking about uh, when we when we were originally doing the the the, the things we pulled from the ashes mm. segment is we were really getting you know because like all of the Brockhampton uh, shit like the 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 was going down at that time and um, it was just a very like it was sort of the well we're a, we're a music podcast and. And this is this interesting thing in music is happening right now. Yeah. And this is our first att- we got to we got to we got to go. Yeah. Uh so, you know, we we tried to stay super current and then we're never current ever again. 
Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of this new thing called the SoundCloud? We have, o- I'm thinking about it now, we've only maybe been topical, like, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the things we pulled from the ashes bit, we were topical. Hosier. The the Hosier one and the Caliucci's one were topical. Mitski. Uh, yeah, and, and, the, and the Brockhampton special. Yeah. Like, but it's like, it's always like, after the first two episodes, it's always a special episode that we do to be current. Which is like, it's fine that we're not, because that's not what the show is, but if we were trying to be like, fucking a music news podcast, then we would give a shit, but that's not what the show is. So we don't. Uh, I feel bad for Brockhampton, and they're like, I, I, I have no responsibility to feel bad, and like, I don't, like, whatever, they're still famous people, and they can take care of their own shit, and also, they're just, you know, they're they're Pro- they're adults and their problems don't actually concern me. Sure. Um, but I, it, I, I do feel bad for them in the sense that the shit that happened a year ago with the bastard man, mm-hmm. uh, just completely broke their momentum. Yeah. I feel like they were really set to, like, pretty much just be the explode. new thing. Like, they were. And- I mean, it, they still like, are, they, they're, they're, you know, they're still big. And I also think that, like, you know, they have a potential to explode, like, to that potential again. Hmm. Um, but, like, I don't know. And also, I've fr- the, the little snippets and previews, I mean, none of it is direct, like, line audio. Um, but the tiny little snippets that I've heard of Ginger uh, do not... 100% entice me, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely I, I'm definitely waiting for them to actually drop a single yeah. so that I can actually hear what that album is going to be. Yeah. Uh, that was that was the segment. We still stand. Yeah. Uh, you will, I mean, most likely, if we do another Brockhampton segment, it probably won't be called What We Pulled From The Ashes because that was very, very specific. Specific to the, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you, you, probably, you probably won't hear that specific segment uh, ever again unless they bring back that show. Uh, okay. So, I guess we're doing it now. We're doing it. We've never, we've never done this before. Never. This is our first time doing it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna spin the wheel of Discord. I keep going to sing Discord, that My Little Pony festival. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say that I don't think of My Little Pony whenever I hear the word Discord. Mm. And it's not because I, I watched a couple episodes, but it didn't really hook me. But, like, the way it exploded on the internet was, was, I could not, you know, no one could escape, like, no one could escape no. My Little Pony. Big Sam, big Sam, big Sam. Miles, why don't you spin that wheel? Oh, nervous. Mars. <laughs> Time to spin the wheel. All right, I'm spinning it. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. What, what uh, do you got? Okay. <laughs> you are legally required. Yeah. To talk oh, about I am. It. It's entrapment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going to look like such a sap. Okay. The song that came up is the demo version of Boats and Birds by Gregory and the Hawk, a band that I'm still quite a big fan of. Okay. 
A demo version, too. That's exciting. I prefer the demo of this one. Um, okay. Just because the the, uh, the studio version feels a bit too produced and it loses some of the charm of it. Because uh, you kind of need to go either all the way in or, like, all the way out. It's, like, not it's not enough of either to be good. Anyway. So I, I guess... I guess that I I guess I know how I'm gonna feel about this song probably. Uh yeah. <laughs> the, Just by that. The, I tend to prefer a little bit more production on a song. The miserable thing about the Wheel of Discord is uh I usually uh I have sort of honed the songs I bring to the podcast to skew a, to skew a bit of a different direction uh you my, can't do that no more yeah i can't do I that i can't anymore. do that either because i can't do that either because <laughs> i always bring like the songs that i fucking bring the songs that i bring all the time are like you know like oh i, w- I want to bring this new rap song i want to bring this uh, i have so many songs and i save whole albums that yeah, i same. don't listen to same. so like i don't i don't i have no idea like so anyway. much my chemical <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I actually have quite a few of Gregory and the Hawks uh, songs downloaded because I still quite like them. Uh, ever since I heard them in like 2012, 13-ish. Um, sure. Uh, it is a, a singer-songwriter. Her name is Meredith Godrow, or Godrow, uh, an American uh, yeah, singer-songwriter uh, that goes under the pseudonym uh, Gregory and Hawk, active since uh, 2003. Uh, so uh, I think Boats and, yeah, Boats and Birds uh, is definitely her most popular song uh without right. a a shadow of a doubt um and it is uh from 2007 uh this is the first song i ever heard of hers uh and it is it's uh listen i'll get into it after we listen to it <laughs> okay sounds good there's a reason why i'm saying it's gonna make me look like a sap when i turn jet black and you show off your light I don't. I don't even know if I want to ask how you feel about it, but <laughs> no, I actually. I hey, can I tell you something? Yeah, please. I actually really liked that. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah, it was nice. Sick. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, sure. Like, it's you know just picking out a guitar, but there's this like you know it's a infrequent drum beat, but it is a, a regular rhythm with this nice sort of bass thing to it. Mm-hmm. You know, this sort of this like heavy but you know like not heavy it's a, it's a soft boom but it's very resonant um, yeah i get what you mean and uh it uh it's it it's it's a nice little bit of groundwork to hold the song together and i just like nice i, I like the 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 i like the the picking i like the 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 songwriting i like the song this is a good one yeah uh so this is mushy as baby food oh yeah um, oh yeah for sure yeah, 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 yeah. and uh the first time i ever heard it uh in context similar to bloom actually going back to that uh was under someone uh romantically talking to me and recommending songs to me um and this is a lot <laughs> this one's a it's a lot 
Uh, I heard it when I was a teen. Uh, this little gay teen. Um, and it's very much so this, it's, like I said earlier, it's, it's molasses, it's saccharin, it's extremely sweet and sappy. Um, and, uh, I, it's, it's fun. I don't, it's one of those that I often skip when it comes up on my playlist though. Uh, cause I'm not always in the mood to listen to something like this. Um, yeah, there, there are definitely a, like, it, I mean, it really depends on the mood. Like yeah. when I'm going through, I just, I often will, will put my saved songs on shuffle Yeah, same. and just like, you know, whatever. And yeah, like even songs that I love to death, I will skip just because I'm not in the mood at yeah, the moment. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, so sort of my interpretation of this song uh and and sort of aligning with the real meaning of the song is uh, a lot of gregory and the hawks work deals with both family uh and then separately relationships and then also uh abusive relationships uh and a lot of her work um is very raw about that which is why i can't listen to a lot of her songs uh it's there's a lot of ones that are deeply just very upsetting to hear sometimes uh but uh, this is one that feels like it has an edge of that to it to me this isn't an entirely happy song to me because it is all of these things of like you know i will be everything for you if you want me to be but it feels like you want to move away from me and that's okay too but it sort of feels like the prelude to something being like you know why won't you stay and why is it that you feel the need to uh reject what's going on because it seems like they're in a relationship but like this other person isn't wholly committed that's just like my interpretation of it um i also saw some people talking about how it would be really cute if this was a sort of parent and child conversation um oh which i think is really cute especially the sort of first example of this whole like if you'll be my star i'll be your sky um and i live to let you shine and i you know my purpose in life is to make you brighter and bolder and you are more than welcome to leave and come back when you need to uh and i will always be there for you and that interpretation i think is the one that i would prefer uh and yeah. and the one that i think is a lot sweeter uh and i i feel like recently i've had this sort of paternal instinct welling up in me uh mm. and and hearing stuff like this and thinking about it like that has become more uh my first thought with a lot of songs um sure and uh yeah i feel like it's just like a really nice interpretation i feel like that's a beautiful dynamic to have with family um yeah. Yeah, there there are really there are really not a lot of parent and child songs. I wish there were more. There there are some. There you were talking about uh Honeybee. Yeah, Honeybee. Honeybee by Unknown Mortal o- Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Uh that is a parent and child song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, there are definitely, 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 definitely more. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I just don't. I just don't. Even if I've heard them, I I just cannot recall. Yeah. And there are some that I like that, I now still. interpret as family songs, like Mum Used to Rock Me to Sleep uh, to a Van Morrison song. And that's now mm. a family song to me. Uh, also, yeah, like, sure. hearing a lot of, like, Fleetwood Mac and stuff when I was a kid. 
uh, dreams is about cheating on your partner. But, you know, it's it's sort of this weird double uh, association in my brain of like, oh, I think of my mum when I hear this. Um, yeah. That's actually a lot of my music association is uh, I think of my mum when I listen to a lot of music. Uh, or like when I go back on songs uh, that I heard as a kid, I think of my mum in relation to it. Um, she's a big influence on me, uh, not only in my music, but in my life. Uh, and yeah, I, I think I'll think more of her when I listen to this song. Well, that's just, here's the thing, Miles. That just, that's just genuinely very sweet. <laughs> and sometimes that'll happen with this yeah, sort of, happen. Uh, with this format. That'll happen. You know, we'll, we'll have... I mean, that's the sort of thing you can never know what you're, what what to predict with 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 the with these songs. Yeah, you can never really know. Um, yeah, I I mean, shit, I really like. I'm curious now to hear the the more produced version. When I turn jet black and you show off your light, I live to let you shine. very slight differences yes well here's slight slight difference for sure but i definitely understand why you like the demo better and i think i do too uh and i think yeah it's just a bit crunchier i guess there 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 are two well no it doesn't there are two reasons for me why it doesn't hit as hard one the instrumentals are mixed way higher than her voice for some reason Mm mm-hmm I don't know why she's way quieter in this one. Uh, the other thing that bothers me, not bothers me, but like why I like it less is that the production, like everything is following the same rhythm. Yeah. Like every, every, everything ends on the same measure. So like when you're, when you're looping, it's a perfect loop. Mm. Um, and like that's, it's, it's, I think it's more interesting to have the guitar be on its, on its rhythm, like do, 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 do. And then the drum be like, like pop beat 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 pop yeah not not like pop 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 yeah i agree yeah i yeah Um, and it's hard because i do like some of the qualities of the instrumentals uh and i really like the last bit with the sort of acapellary backgroundy quiet sounds but i like how when at the very end when she's singing she's like she finishes a line and then like continues just sort of idly going like do 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 yeah but like like she does that and trails off on one line but then overlaid on top of that is another line Mm. so like it's like she's trailing off in one direction and then continuing on in another at the same time and and that's very cool it's very dreamy Um, yeah but otherwise yeah i like the original better for sure yeah i i prefer the the way it's been recorded uh in the in the demo version and just like the the sort of like the background detritus of whatever recording equipment she was using uh and just like i don't know it's and and like i like how it's sort of um like it's been more equi like like she's laid her her vocals a couple times over each other um Mm -hmm. in in the demo version i don't know it's it's more compelling for me to listen to that one because this is a bit too soft for me yeah Um, yeah yeah yeah. and the demo version is still extremely sweet 
uh, and and extremely all of those things I already described it as. But uh, this version is again, like I said at the beginning, like it's too polished in one direction and not enough in another. Yeah, for sure, I, I'd agree with that. If she went like ham into the like a cappella acoustic sort of version, that I'd be like tight, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Or if she went like you know way sort of like uh really intricate instrumentals and stuff i'd go okay sick but because it's sort of not enough in either direction i'm like eh, it's it's a weaker version of the song um yeah anyway, hey that was it miles what's up thank you so much for listening to artificial ghost radio um we're gonna do our outro and then i'll issue the challenge that's mm-hmm. how it's gonna work mm-hmm. from now on mm-hmm. um uh, if you enjoyed the show, it would really, 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 really be cool if you shared it with a friend, especially as we're moving into season two. Um, and also leaving us an iTunes review. Like, you know, if you want to do that now, that would be really cool. But also if you want to wait and see how season two shakes out, you know, get get an episode into season two, you know, and then leave your review after that. That would also be cool. But whatever you want to do, you're valid and I love you. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod and at our email at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com and Miles. Mars. So the challenge for next week, the challenge for season two, episode one. I mean, functionally, it'll still be called episode, what, 45 or whatever? Yeah. Like that's, I'm not, we're not resetting the numbering or anything, but it is the first episode of season two. What, what, what do you expect of me going into this? What do you expect my first song to be? I'm, I'm not going to change it depending on your answer. I'm just curious. Oh, oh, what song you would bring? Not, not specific song. What vibe? Vibe. Vibe. Oh, I have no idea. The, um, the challenge that I'm presenting for you for next episode is... A song that was made for a movie soundtrack. Now, can I ask a qualifier? Yes. So, a song that was made for a movie soundtrack that was on an actual movie soundtrack, or in, like, a metaphorical, like, oh, this was made to be on a movie soundtrack. No, no, no. Like, literally was deliberately made for the purposes of being in a movie. Sick. I have the perfect song. All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Got it in one. Is it is it Wild Wild West by Will Smith? Christ no. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm I'm excited, and I hope uh, I, I'm excited to, to hear what you come up with. That maybe not the most challenging theme, but it, you know, That's even fine. still, uh, it is it it is one that fits for sure. Um, thank you once again for listening to Artificial Guest Radio, and we will see you on the other side. <laughs>